Welcome to Panfish Nation. Along with Mark, I'm Lyle. And Mark, we got a great guest tonight. Betty, just hang with us just a second. Well, Mark, we need to clear the air about something. I agree. Um, there's a couple of guys that have a little show on before us, and I use that term little very liberally, and uh, I usually don't do anything liberal ever, but they're talking some smack, and it's Chad Dockery, so, you know, what are we going to do? I saw where uh, somebody said that Chad looks like he has gravy that fell off the biscuit in his beard. <laughs> And then somebody was talking about Bill Bait, and I thought that would be a real good nickname for Dockery, the Silver Cat Roof Assassin. Yeah. yeah. Go Bait Dockery. There you go. Oh, he probably uses it on that all that trout he catches up there while he's beating them dock ropes up. That, that could be. Wow. But there's some of the marshmallows stuck up on that roof. It probably is. Probably is. Some what do you think of some of the people we got in chat and I think that's a great idea. Out. All right. I'm going to go backwards. And there's Miss D, Fins and Fines, David Martin out in North Carolina. David, what's up, bud? There's J Dog, Papa Ed, uh, Philip Williams, Country Boy Catfishing. C Cindy's in there. Uh, want to be outdoors. Team Cross, I thought you was in the show with us. That's <laughs> Brandy. <laughs> Two stands, fishing with the Chad. Uh, the Bullock Experience, Mo Creek Fishing, Kevin Baxter, or Baker, I'm sorry. Uh, outside with the Haze. We got Avid Fishing, Buckeye Catfishing. Hello again to Miss Cindy Stoke. I want to say hello to... To Katie, because I know she's out there listening at least. Absolutely. I want to make you know, sure I say hello to Katie. G and hello, Betty, oh. so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> Country boy catfish. We see Creels in the house. Daniel Ishmael. Hello again, David Martin. He's been getting on the flathead already, and he's been catching crappie. My oh, kind of man. Guy. He, Did you see his he, new air fryer? Yeah. <sighs> He's got, don't tell me for his boat. I haven't seen it yet. Yes, yeah. I want to eat air, on his boat. Man, yeah, I'd be cooking up hot wings like a son of a gun. Mm -hmm. Like crazy. Yep. Uh, fins and fines. Uh, what's going on, Bob? How are you, sir? Chadwick. Fishing with JBT. Uh, Sean from Great Outdoors. Greenwell Fishing. Congratulations once again to Mike Greenwell. Bumping Mike. Hit 1,000 uh, uh, subs over the weekend. Way to go, man. That's Hello, right. Kevin Baker. What's up, buddy? Uh, Mo Creek Fishing. I think he was the one that talked about Chad's gravy falling off his biscuit. <laughs> Muskrat Adventures. What's going on, Roger? Uh, let's see. Papa Ed, I think he got him. Philip Williams. Uh, Team Cross, hello again, Brandon Kelly over at the Buck Experience. Want to be outdoors? That's Matt. I want to make. I know you mentioned him, but I wanted yep. to make sure I got Matt and him. Me and him talk quite a yep. bit lately. Uh, Ace Catfishing, what's going on, Greg? Uh, see Dale Hayslip. I'm just trying Wait. to pick up all the ones that are coming in. Yep, Jason Lamb's in here. LG Bass, what's up, Tom? Ernie Brown and Chrissy Brown. Hello to both Browns. Absolutely, Mike Irwin. 
think uh, that's uh, got to be getting close to most of them. Oh, James Dockery. <laughs> James J. Fox Hunter. What's going on, bud? What is a J. D James Dockery? <laughs> that's Doughboy Dockery. I thought Doughboy. Oh yeah. Oh, excuse Dockery. me. Dale Hayslip. Mm -hmm. Two old vets. There's Rob. I, Rob's in all the shows. He's he's really making his rounds, and I really enjoyed his video the other day. Where he was painting them jig heads, I, I thought he'd done a really good job with that. Some of those larger ones used for those stripers really came out good. They're like a chartreuse with like a red belly and some white on them. Yeah, stuff, kind of cool. Yeah, I know we got stripers around here. I don't fish for them, but if I did, I would probably call Rob up and say, "Hey, dude, help me out." Yeah, Bob over at Fins and Finds, he's been on them too lately. I've seen some pictures from him. I really enjoyed the video that that he done the other day fishing in current seams for crappie. Yeah. Uh, it was very well done. I have to tell you, I snickered a little bit when he fell out of that boat, but it's it's bad when somebody falls out of a boat because you never know how serious the situation is. But I I've met Bob; he's a hell of a guy, and uh, I. They were still talking, so I knew he was all right, and I couldn't help myself. I just busted out laughing while he was getting him back in a boat. <laughs> but the video, Fishing in Current Seams, and we're going to talk about that with Betty here in just a little bit. A um, couple more came in. I want to make sure I don't forget. Okay. Uh, Chad Nolte's in here, and uh, we said hello to Dale Hayslip. There's one more that I think. Pity Smitty. That's it. That's it. You got it. Mike him. Sampson. Sampy, what's up, buddy? Bob said his wife laughed too. <laughs> as long as he was all right, but but man, that was some quality information they was getting across about how productive current seams are. Now we all realize that in the catfish world, uh, most of us been fishing current seams for a long time. That's the first time I ever seen anybody target crappie on a current seam, and I I was blown away with that. Uncle Lou, welcome. I heard somebody mention Maurice Case, and if Maurice, if you're watching, what's going on, my friend? Absolutely. You know, I I do I use current seams in like two spots here on the Fox River, but they're uh, the, for some reason the river crappie are pretty small. But uh, if you want to get on them, it's a good place to go, especially if you can get above <laughs> the seam, cast yeah. and drift into it. It's a lot of work, but uh, it can get you some crappie. I'll bet there's two stands and LG bass. I think that's got them I for now, so. anyhow. Country boy catfishing. Sounds like you got a good crew tonight. It does. Betty, welcome to Panfish Nation. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. You um, you and Brandon have been knocking out some fish now. Yeah, we have. <laughs> uh, I, I think from what I've seen, it's mostly all crappie. Yeah, for the most part. But, um, you know, you make them trips to wherever it is that you go, South um, Carolina. North Carolina, and catch some of the biggest bluegill ever. Yeah. They're just absolute giants. Yeah. Now, is that a private? I want to I find out about this because the next time I'm out there, I got to find them babies. It's, um, it's a private pond. It's, oh, a, okay. it's a friend of the family that owns well, that, so. Man, but but I can still take you there. Let me know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great 
great big fish you guys oh, catch out there. Of course, bluegill are my favorite panfish, but mm -hmm. those were giants, and, and I'm thinking, wow. And they're actually bluegill. They're not shell crackers and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So when you get them once, got them big old knotty heads on them, remember, mm -hmm. they're just huge. They are Those people, just so people are, if you don't know in the chat, when you get a, a big bull, a bluegill with a big knot on his head, that's a male. It's always a good idea to put those back. I know you're yeah. tempted to use them big ones for bait, but um, no matter how hard I am up for, for bait, I always put them bull, I always put them bulls back. They guarantee, they guarantee safe, safe bed. I'm feeding them to me, not the cat. Yeah, that's right. You bet you. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't keep them, but. Uh, the big yeah. females are the better ones to keep. The males, uh, they just do their thing, and uh, especially when they're, they're that big, they'll fight a bass off. So, oh yeah, uh, they're they're, they're so the devils, but yeah. they sure put up a scrap when they get to be the size of your hand or bigger. They really fight hard, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I love watching them. But man, uh, you was telling me that you and Brandon have been on two different bodies of water catching these crappie lately. Mm -hmm. And uh, would you like to not to be specific about where you're going, but share these uh, everybody where you're catching these crappie at and how they're doing? I need well, I GPS coordinates. <laughs> <laughs> I have two different lakes that are within 10 minutes for me. One is Rocky Fork and one is Paint Creek. Um, I prefer Paint Creek. Rocky Fork is, um, it is a little bit more difficult lake to fish, but I will fish it in the winter. It is a very popular um, pleasure boat sport lake. I'm not much into it. Where, where Paint Creek is not. And then, so that's what I primarily fish is Paint Creek. And then there's another lake that's about 45 minutes from me called Deer Creek. So I have been this week lucked out. Hubby got the week off and I'm still off from surgery. So um, we've really just hammered it out this week and um, spent a half a day at Deer Creek. Um, didn't get a lot of numbers, but got quality fish, beautiful, big slabs. Um, and then Paint Creek, it's, the water temperature has just been up and down. So it's been hit and miss with them. So we've had great days. We've had not so great days. And then well, what kind <laughs> of water temperatures are you guys having last couple um, of times? I have seen it as high as 64 last week. We were 61 day before yesterday um, in the middle of the day, but it's primarily been in the mid fifties. Um, our temperatures have been all over the place. So, so it's not much different. I was looking at 58 mm -hmm. today on the lake. Yeah. I but, hear the rivers are a little warmer, but, mm -hmm. but I have actually been in the Crick part of paint Creek and, um, I, the water temperature is warmer. I can't tell you what it is. I don't have a fish finder on my John boat, but I stepped down in the lake to hook the boat up earlier this week and it was freezing. <laughs> and then I stepped in the creek as well this week and it wasn't near as cold. So, and they have already spawned in the creek as of yesterday. Um, everything we caught was pretty beat up. So where earlier in the week when we were there, we were catching very, very pregnant females. So that's exciting. Real nice comment in here from David Markin, Martin. If bluegills was 30 pounds, it would pull you off the boat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. So true. Was, over outdoors. It was a humongous bluegill in that pond. I could. I didn't weigh it. I know it weighed at least a pound and a half. It had yeah, it was to giant. have. That was, that was huge. But I fish with a medium light rod. So I don't fish with a super ultra light rod. 
And that rod was bent clear over in the water under the boat. It was insane. Insane. Yep. Yeah. We got a couple of new, more people just jumped in. Roger with Muskrat Adventures, Fishing with the Squirrel, One Over Outdoors, and Eric Massey with Eric Massey Jig Company is in chat. Eric will be happy to know that uh, I've been catching crappie with those uh, jig heads he painted for me after Ooh. I tied them up. So I was pretty happy about that today. Those blue mop head, those blue mop chenille ones I made, Lyle, yep. they, were, they worked pretty good today. Blue good was on fire for us this week. Cool. We've got we've had pretty clear waters, um, but of course it rained a lot today. So I'm excited for some stained water. So what right. colors do you use in the in the clear water? Um, clears I shoot for blues or more natural. Um, mm -hmm. so the shad looking colors, minnow looking colors. Um, I like a lot of flash. Um, but blue is a great clear water color. And yesterday for us, um, when the anchor rope was out, I could see at least two feet down, um, maybe a little farther. And every shade of blue was working from bright blue all the way to the like blue gray color. I'll and tell you a couple of these. I'll tell you a couple of these and send them to you, Betty. I think you might like them. Already pretty good. I was pretty happy with them. You know, uh, that, that you had mentioned water clarity by looking at your anchor rope. That's pretty cool. Usually, I just stick my rod in the water and see how many eyes I can see on it. Yeah, you can uh, do that so. too. I just happened to notice by looking at the anchor rope yesterday. So, you know, that's a good idea. I've, an anchor, I, so. I've, I've been meaning to mark off my anchor rope uh, every foot just so I know mm -hmm. how much I got out. So, that yeah. that's a real good idea. I'm gonna steal that from you. <laughs> okay, you can have it. <laughs> Should have charged him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get something out of it eventually. I'll buy her some. I'll buy her some cheese when we go to Mendota. You know oh, we are going to be up in Wisconsin. I'm so looking forward to that. Oh, I'm so excited! I cannot wait. I was talking about the cheese, but I'm, I want to go catch the fish too. Both, both. <laughs> I'll eat cheese in one hand and catch fish in the other. We had so much fun the last time I was up there. I forgot all about the cheese. Yeah. And we was just worried about catching fish. And we'd get up in the morning. We was fishing from pretty much from daylight till dark yeah. and caught fish all day, every day. Uh, so I'm hoping that is the case this year. But it's fishing. You don't know. Right. But um, it, it won't vary a whole lot. I know uh, the guys that go up there every year go up the same time every year. Mm -hmm. And they always do really well. So Well, the good thing is, is, everybody meeting up like this, it's, it's not going to be a bus no matter what. So that's exactly that's, right. That's the cool thing about it is, you know, these, these cool little meetup fishing trips need to happen a lot. More. They are fun. Mm -hmm. right? Lee Evans, catfish, Kentucky outdoors is in chat. Hi, Lee, Lee. Hope you're, feeling we hope good. you're doing well and feeling better. Um, I seen somebody uh, say something to you, and I wanted to make sure to give you a shout out. We appreciate you being in chat, knowing that you're not feeling well. So thanks for joining us tonight and get to feeling better so you can get back out there and catch some fish. Yeah, best wishes, Lee. I hope you heal up real yes. quick. Yes. I also see Robert Andrews showed up too in chat. What's going on, Robert? How are you, sir? Dockery, if I had my favorite emoji, I'd lay that baby on you, but it doesn't <laughs> show up here. <laughs> That's a good one. 
<laughs> Maybe next year, Creole. Unless you want to come up to Minnesota, I'm thinking about going up there in January. We could have a meetup up there. Yeah, come on, Jeremy. I think I'm thinking about calling Mr. Uh, Brian Brosdale and, and hiring him for a day. That would be a fun trip because, man, he's on them. Yeah. He's on. He would take you perch fishing, bluegill fishing, whatever you want to do, I'm pretty sure. That's my that's my new thing I really want to get on this year is perch. Dockery and I have been talking about that a lot. We're both disappointed because we had go, was going to take a day mm -hmm. just to go out and get some because mm -hmm. I keep hearing Marcus told me, in fact, how good a table fare they are, and I wanted oh. to try them. You've never ate them? No, we're going to be oh. just past season yes. closing getting up there. I'm I so disappointed in that, but I'd still like to go out and catch a few of them. While we're Maybe there. we need to have a um, a Lake Erie meetup. Do they? Or have you guys can come out by me. We can fish in downtown <laughs> Chicago, right on Navy Pier, with Violet and the gang, and we can hook into them jumbos and be limited out in two hours and be out of the city before the people wake up. Well, that'd be cool. That would be as long, cool. as long as I'm out of the city for the people wake up. Yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> you, you will. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that would be. Oh, I have, I have, um, I love perch, but I've never targeted perch. Do you so have them where you're at? Rocky is stocked with them, yes. Wow. They do not, I mean, they get pretty nice size, but they're not huge like you would get up around where Mark is or even Lake Erie. I mean, you can get a nice little fillet off of them, but they're not super duper plentiful in there, but you can catch them. <laughs> So how do they fight compared to bluegill and crappie and stuff like that? Like a wet sock, but they taste yeah. good enough to go after. <laughs> the not, yeah, I've only actually caught a handful in my entire life. So, um, but I do remember the one that I caught trolling, which, you know, you always get a harder hit when you're trolling and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> it wasn't anything compared to a crappie or a bluegill. And a crappie is... A, a, like a wet sock compared to a bluegill mm -hmm. so, I thought so but it so, was it was less so than a crappie if i gotta tell you if i didn't like eating crappie so well i probably would have never fished one mm -hmm. because That's me i i love the fight of a bluegill but and and bluegill's good don't get me wrong but crappie is my heart <laughs> you know a walleye fisherman will say the same thing they're they they fight their, their fight is lackluster, uh, which is why most wall, diehard walleye fishermen are also uh, uh, smallmouth bass fishermen now. As far mm -hmm. as bass goes, a smallmouth will fight pretty hard. Yeah. But mm -hmm. a, a walleye, it's 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 the thump. It's like a thump that's a lot harder. They than, hard. yeah, yeah, they hit hard. And uh, once you get them to the top, you're pretty much it. When I'm fishing for crappie as well, if I'm out like casting like 50 to 70 I, don't, I can cast pretty far with four pound test by the time you get them to the surface they're they're pretty much done the rest of the a couple in. of interesting comments in chat papa it says perch are okay but gills are way better great and then roger said it doesn't take much of a perch to get a good filler they're all meat mm -hmm. they are yeah stan says yellow perch are attracted to yellow and red I don't remember what we... Good to know. I always get them on a jigging spoon with a minnow head. We'll tear the heads off a minnow. Want to be out of horses? You can catch yellow perch on a gold hook alone. That's yes, my kind of fishing right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't. That's I know we were using plastics when we hooked into those couple when we were trolling for coffee, but I couldn't tell you what color they were. That was last year, I think. Wow. Where I was fishing today, there's a lot of perch there too, but they're pretty much on the bottom, and there's the weeds are starting to come up. I didn't feel like dragging through all that. I was just trying to fish over the top of them. You had mentioned trolling for crappie, Betty. Tell us a little bit how you do that. Uh, I've tried it. I actually did a little today. By no means do I know much about it. So uh, tell me what you know. Um. Well, here I can only speak for here. This really isn't the time of year for trolling. Um. If we have trolled a little bit this year and I catch mainly tiny stuff. You're talking like five, six inches. Um, fall and summer, um, summer when they're very deep, people do a lot of spider rigging. I've never spider rigged, but I do long line troll. Um, and I just cast it out um, behind the boat. And when I first start, I try to pay attention about how far back it is because that's going to base where you are in the water column. So once I start getting hits, because I'll, ca I'll cast different distances back from the boat, once I start getting hits, I can usually figure it out. And then there's a certain time frame here in the fall. I don't think it matters where you are in the water column. I mean, there's just, we got the rod holders on the back of the boat and we can have two rods a piece. So if there's three of us on the boat, we can put six rods out there and they're all just, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> So, so you are fishing with six, pull six rods when you're trolling for them, huh? Um, you can have you can have two rods per person in in the reservoirs mm -hmm. in Ohio. So, um, but yeah, one time there was three of us. I mean, a few times there's been three of us on the boat, and we can have them all out there. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just, and I always use. Um, you want something with action. You want a paddle tail. You want a twister tail. Something. With a lot of action, that helps you a lot. How do you know what kind of depths you're getting to? I That's don't. always my question. You don't? You just kind of guess? And how far I, back behind yeah. the boat are you trolling? Yeah, I never. I it's, it's all in how far I cast from the back of the boat is what I pay attention to. So how fast are you pulling these? Um, It depends on the time of year. So um, in the fall, they feed more aggressively. I'll go faster. In the summer, they're not feeding aggressively. We'll go slower. I've, I've trolled up to like 1.2, 1.3 mile an hour. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. So what's the slowest you, you troll for them? Like 0.5. Wow, that's still fast. That's still fast. Yeah, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, if I troll really slow, they get... And I was talking to you about this earlier, Lyle. I, and I know not everybody does this, but I use crappie nibbles. And... If I don't have them on, I don't get bites. It's rare. So I don't know if it's our waters. I don't know if it's me. I don't know what it is, but I always use those little crappie nibbles. Yeah. And um, so if I am trolling too slow, they get those off without a hookup really easy. I see. Yeah. And I that's how I mean, so that helps me know as well. And then I'll get those pull downs and they don't hook up if I'm going too fast. I see Brandon and, is in chat and he says, most of the time, 10 to 15 feet, depending on jig size and speed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and Roger. Yeah, your your jig up. size matters too. So if we want to get deeper, there's been times we've put like eighth ounce jigs and stuff on, which I don't usually fish that big a jig for crappie, but we have for trolling to get down deeper if we need to. Uh, what, how deep is the water that you're trolling in though? Um, The one spot that we troll, like to troll a lot in has 30-ish foot water. depends on the lake level. And how deep do you think you're trolling when you're going through that water? Probably 15 to 20. So you're getting that deep. Okay. I mean, at times, yeah. And then there's other times that we're not that deep. 
I saw a tip on a YouTube about using the weighted cigar floats hmm. seven feet above your jig when you're in like, cause I've, I, if I'm trolling, it's in like seven feet of water mm-hmm. and that just barely keeps me off the weeds. So mm-hmm. that's how come I hear people talking about trolling without anything. And I can't imagine what that's like, mm-hmm. at least not in the waters that I fish. So, and I can also, if I want to get deeper, I add more split shots too. Split shots too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can stack up split shots. Mm. Now, how often do you use that when you're fishing with a jig? Do you ever do that or no? Do I use what? Split shots? Split shots. Additional I, I always use uh, one. Yeah. And mm. it doesn't get in the way of the upbite or anything? It hasn't yet. No. Planer bobbers. Oh, is that Brayden? It is. Yeah. You can use a bobber. Um, uh, well, I know a lot of people have watched Junior use um, Patriots bobbers and pull like that with catfish. Uh-huh. We can just use um, a regular bobber and and kind of help set our depth. We've done that before too with a bobber. Oh, while we're you talking about a big bobber or just no, a uh, no, just a regular bobber. Yeah, that you usually use for like I use seven eighths usually for crappie size bobber I use. Want to be outdoors? Says how big a split shots are you putting on? Usually number sevens. I have used number fives before, but I usually use number sevens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I'm, I've, I've been interested in trolling for crappie now for a while. I've even been talking to Lyle about ordering some of those uh, offshore crappie planer boards. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool to I've try. Never, I've never crappie fished with planer boards, but I have watched it, and it seems very interesting. It's something I might try one day, you know? Maybe maybe we can sneak away and do a little crappie fishing this in Mendota. Well, I'm bringing my crappie stuff. You can so am I. I'm definitely bringing it. <laughs> Well, them guys are tying jigs at the at the motel. I think maybe we should go do some fishing. I'm I'm willing to, to make a bet right now. <laughs> I'm willing to bet right now that Chad Fields will be tying jigs sometime on his trip to Mendoza. If he didn't, if he didn't plan on, if he couldn't do it until the fifteenth, they'd be packed up by now. I think so. The only reason why they're not packed up is because he needs to do it every night. Yeah, yep. he's, he's addicted to that. Bless his heart. There's a lot worse things that he could be yeah. doing than than uh, tying jigs, and he picked it up really quick. Uh, some did. of the stuff that he's done looks really, really good. I think you know, we're, we're, hold awesome. on, hold on, hold on. We're mad at him, so easy on the Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, just yeah. Need to, I need to remind him, so... <laughs> I, I still that. think that that's awesome to make your own jigs and catch on it, though. So Chad and B are coming up here this weekend it to, is. Fish with, to fish with me. And I really hope that he catches on stuff that he's made himself because that's pretty cool. It is. It mm-hmm. is. And again, I can fish and tie jigs at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is It is way cool. And um, them crappie nibbles or a little piece of red worm or night crawl or something on the mm-hmm. back of it, mm-hmm. if they're slow, sometimes will entice them to, mm-hmm. to, to pick up. But, uh, you know, I know that Chad wants to get on some with the stuff that he's made. And the stuff that he's made is great, so I see no reason why he, he shouldn't be. So I'm desperately hoping that they're on in the lake. Like I said, I, I've spent – the majority of this week at the creek because they're just on fire they spawned and so <clears throat> but i'm hoping i'm really hoping we can get him on some so and the, the water's staining up a little bit so that's going to be a good thing i'm going to go out tomorrow see if i can find them for him yep there you go <laughs> pre-fish for him yep yeah 
and Dockery, we will not forget. Don't worry. I hope you put them on a mess. I hope they got a big yeah. bag I of fillets to take home. Oh with yeah, them. yeah. And if they're if they're too small, just have a day like you guys have been having, mm-hmm. where they catch a bunch of them. Like, yeah. like Mark was yeah. talking his day to day, and they were small, and he didn't keep them. But you know what? You catch that many of them, who cares? I don't care if we catch a darn thing. They'll go home with a bag of fish. You know, it, it was it was new water, and new water is always hard to figure mm-hmm. out. And I'm pretty happy that I, I I have three spots I know to go back to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 20 mile an hour winds kind of was bad today, but mm-hmm. in those back channels, it was pretty good. Um, what are you looking for when you're looking for crappie? Do you have spots, or are you kind of? Judging the weather, the wind, the water conditions, you you so, mentioned clarity and stuff. So last year, I really started paying attention to water temperature and what was going on. Um, before, it was just throw and hope you catch. I've really um, tried to zone in on what they're doing and what the water temperature is, what the clarity is, you know, different things like that. So, um <clears throat> There's times of the year here based off of water temperature. I mean, it could be May 1st of last year and the water temperature be 65 and it'd be on fire. But this year, May 1st, it might be 58 water temperature and it's not going to be. So I'm basing things off water temperature more than anything in clarity. Mm-hmm. So there's certain water te- water temperatures that we've done good on rock. Um, and that that I paid attention to last year has proved itself this year. Um, so same water temperatures last year when they were hugging the rock was the same this year. Um, and then, and that's primarily spawn time for us. And then they'll go up on sandy banks. The males will go up on sandy banks whenever, you know, the females have spawned. I've, I've caught onto that. Um, (laughs) excuse me. A lot of structure when they're difficult, um, wood. Um, so that's primarily the summer and stuff. They're hugging to, to structure for me. So, what about sizes? When, when are you upsizing? When are you downsizing? Mm, I just listen to what the fish tell me. Now that's something I haven't really toyed a whole lot with, and I have just recently purchased a lot smaller tackle to play with than mm-hmm. I have in the past. So that's something that I'm messing with this year. Um, so. I'm not real sure on that yet. Okay. Yeah. Rate rate of fall is something I kind of started yeah. playing with the mm-hmm. last couple of times I was yeah. out yeah. trying to figure out if they'd like it, you know, mm-hmm. to fall faster or not. And it's, well, it's, it's a, a difference. It is. It's a process. It's a lot to learn if you really want to be good at doing it. There's a lot of. Um, You're good as it is. You can only, if you get any better than that, yeah. I'm going to quit. <laughs> or just but, come I mean, fishing with you and Brandon. So- there's still stuff for me to learn. I mean, there, there is, I've really only been targeting crappie for like three years. So, I mean, I would catch them like worm on a bobber type and just throw it out fish and stuff. But I mean, to really target them, the first year was all hope I catch. And I would go, you know, around spawn time and in the fall when they were gorging and they'd be on fire and I'd be like, Oh yeah. But then, you know, I want to catch them in the summer. Well, they're not that easy. You've really got to zone in on, learning those patterns and what they like and how colors interact because colors can have a lot to do with it. Not always, but they can. Um, it just, I mean, there's a lot of factors. How are you fishing them when they're deep? Trolling usually. 
Trolling? Okay. Yeah, I can't. Um, I can't cast. I'm short. We all know this. I can't cast very well. And I am still learning slip bobbers. Isn't that funny? Um, but I, I need to play around with slip bobbers more. I don't care for slip bobbers. I, I haven't found one that I like yet, but I would like to find one to fish deep under a bobber. I can't cast with the the regular bobbers. I mean, I just, I can't cast very deep. Mm -hmm. I can't get it up there. Well, they so, get sloppy. Once you get deeper than mm -hmm. like 24 yeah. inches, they get real bad. You're tar hitting your targets and stuff like that. It's just not, it's, I've tried it. I can probably at most do nine to 10 feet and that's difficult. Very difficult. I mean, like I'm stretching my arm as far as it'll go and lobbing mm -hmm. that thing over there. And it usually don't land anywhere where I want it to land. Um, so How I long a rod it. are you using, Betty? I use a short rod. I use a six foot rod. Try using a, a longer one. Don't be afraid. I, yeah, I'm not. I just haven't got my hands on one to try it. So, um, yeah. Uh, it's it's in the works. It's going to happen. I'm going to try it, see how it works out. But you ever do any I, vertical jigging? You know, like uh, SK's Crappie Catch Adventure does. Have you done that? I have. Um, I prefer not to fish that way. I don't. Um, but I have done it. Sometimes that's the only way you can get them. Terrible Pull them out of trees. Uh, that's one of the things I've been. I kind of promised myself this year to 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 get better at. But uh, that and shooting docks, I'm terrible at them both. Yeah, I've never done that, and I want I to do want that. To try that. I've never done that, and I want to do that. So yeah. yeah, I've been practicing like shooting jigs like up under low hanging trees and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. on the lake. So I mean, it's nowhere near what those dock shooter guys are doing. Like it's not even close. But still trying to hit that target, get up under that tree. You know, so it's it's practice for that. So trying to play around with that. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff I'm still playing around with. You had mentioned fishing under trees and stuff. Do you, do you ever fish like timber? Like flooded timber? Like standing timber? Or? Well, standing timber, timber, mm -hmm. flooded trees, any of that stuff. How do you go about fishing those? <laughs> well, we have a lot of, I mean, not a ton, but we have quite a bit of standing timber in Paint Creek. Mm -hmm. Um that we fish a lot and I usually cast past it and pop back too. Um, okay. so if I hit right beside it, mm, there's certain times I, I do pretty good just landing right beside it, but I want to cast past it and pop back to it. It looks more natural to them than just I, dropping. I need, right I need to get some of face. those light wire hooks because I lose so many jigs fishing timber that <laughs> I, I, it's discouraging. I'll pull up to a big down tree or something and I don't even want to cast into it. If you're not losing tackle, you're not fishing right. I lose a lot of tackle. That's my opinion because I, I mean, it, yeah. when you're fishing, I mean, even treetops, like whole trees fall in the water and you've got those little limbs everywhere. I've vertical jigged in that. You lose stuff. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, you know, you try to pull them out of that. It's just going to happen. It's inevitable. Um, and you can sometimes fish around the outer edges of that and get them to come out, but it just depends on what they're doing, what time of year it is, that kind of stuff. I even thought about picking up one of those ACC 12 foot rods mm -hmm. and do like they do in Florida where they actually pull the jig all the way up to the tip. And then they feed the tip of the rod into the brush mm -hmm. pile and slowly drop in there. Um, I've we'll seen see some people do that. Yeah. That looks like fun too. If I'm ever in I... Florida, I think I'm going to, there's a G3 boat guy down there i'd like to go out and try that with in lake o lake okeechobee yeah i want to try some of the longer rods it's just hard to put out that kind of money when you've never used one before especially when you're a saint croix fanatic right 
Well, I wouldn't say I'm a fanatic, but that's my favorite rod that I've fished with so far, and that's what I use. It's that graphite, Betty. It's got to be. Must be. Feel that know. thump right, right, right through it. Well, and and you guys know this. Everybody in chat might not know this, but I snapped my Saint Croix in half last week. Um, they have great customer service, great warranty. I got a new rod coming, fifty bucks. Oh, that's a lot better than the two hundred that the rod costs after shipping and tax. So. Um, but snapped it right in half, um, and I've been fishing with Brandon's ducket this week, and it's been rough. <laughs> um, it's very flimsy, very, and a lot of crappie fishermen like that really, really light, flimsy tip. I don't. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. My the I, ACC ones I use, they're 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 pretty rigid rods. He does great with it. I mean, he's used to it. He casts it great. He does great. But when I'm casting, I watch that tip just go, and I can't get where I want it to go. I'm just so used to my St. Croix and it's a, a stiffer rod. And like I said, it's a medium light, but I love it because a lot of times when I'm fishing for crappie, I'll hook into a big old bass or something and I can get it in. Yeah. I don't have any issues. So, um, you know, but it's just, it's, there's nothing wrong with his ducket. It's just not the style of rod that I like, but I'm really hoping that I don't get too used to it by the time my new St. Croix gets here. You know, I have an ultralight that's really, really kind of floppy. You know, it's a six and a yeah. half foot rod. It's a short one. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going to spool that up and use that for dock shooting. I think that's yeah. where they'll they'll shine mm -hmm. pretty good. So uh, Ultralights are fun. Ultralights are super fun. I love fishing with ultralights when you're just fishing for anything. Um, but... I've gotten into the more serious business. I want to get it in. I want to get it in the boat. I want to get it on the bank. <laughs> I want it counts it. if it gets on your hook. Yes. It doesn't count unless it hits the boat. Exactly. Yep. They don't exactly. Count. So yeah. I caught one. Well, where's it at? Well, I didn't get it in. Well, yeah. you didn't catch it. You exactly. Yeah. If it don't come in the boat, it's yep. not a catch. Right. Yep. Yep. I got a really nice picture of a great fish caught by country boy catfishing sent it to me uh on facebook mm -hmm. uh really great crappie and mm -hmm. uh he, he says he's new to trying to catch them on jigs and loves the jig show so mm -hmm. i told him that we will keep them coming yes very cool yeah. and he says he uses a 12 foot jigging rod is what he uses so yeah. excellent yeah i've got to get um i think my mom has a nine or ten foot i need to play with I keep saying I'm going to, and every time we either don't take it or I okay. just get into catching fish and don't play with it. So I'd like to play with that and see how that works for me. It's just hard for me. I mean, my St. Croix works. And well, don't cast I, with a 10-foot rod. Just use it for vertical jigging or use it for dropping yeah. the pots yeah. and stuff. You'll probably be a little happier. Yeah. So it's just um, I'm a lot shorter than most people, so it's a whole different ball game for me. But it you is. walk like you're 10 foot tall, so... And bulletproof. And fish, exactly. <laughs> so what kind of what kind of crappie jigs are you using as far as store bought goes? What what kind are your favorites? Um, I'm not super picky, but my favorite are the Moglos by Bobby Garland. Which um, ones? The Moglos? Yeah, my Bobby Garland. Yeah, they're my favorite. Um, they don't tear up my plastics as bad, but the Bass Pro Shop brand, they have the wire, um, I don't know what you call them, but they hold the plastic on. Mm -hmm. But they tear your plastics up really easy. 
Um, really? But they they stay on there really good. When you're catching um, 120 crop, you're going to lose some jigs back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just all there is to it. And I, I really like Bobby Garland's, but Bobby Garland's actually melt mm -hmm. away and tear up easier than certain other plastics. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I really like them action-wise and color-wise. I do well with them, but I go through a lot of them because they melt in the water faster and they tear up easier. They're a softer plastic. Um, gulp minnows, I like those. Those tear up super easy. They are soft as can be. Um, but they're a good bait sometimes. They, I mean, you'll go through a ton of them, but you'll come home with a mess of fish. So um, they're... Are you always using crappie nibbles all the time? Yeah, I've always used nibbits. Oh, I call them nibbits, but yeah, I've always used those. Did yeah. you I always do that before, or did you pick that up from SK? No, I did that before I even okay, knew who SK was. Because he believes in them. Yeah, I do too. I do. And then, so I always used... Um, just regular, they have just the regular ones. Well, I, I went into Bass Pro last year and seen some with glitter all over them. They're sparkle nibbles. And I got some of those and I put one on and I ran it through some clear water. And it makes a trail of glitter through the water. The glitter all falls off. It's all on the outside of the nibble. It's not all through it. And it makes a trail. And when the water is clear and the sun is shining, I think that helps. Hmm. Yep. Does it have a scent to it? Oh, yeah, they stink. Yeah. It smells like fishing to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's not like I don't want a perfume out of it or anything like that or a candle. JP3 wants to know if you call them crappy or crappie. Crappie. There you go. Crappie, and it's a slob, not a slab. <laughs> you don't call them slabs. I call them slabs. I call them slabs. Somebody on this show said that. That what, was that Big Winkleman that said that. Brandon says he can't crappie fish with nibbles. My Brandon? Yeah, Team Cross Fishing can't crappie fish with nibbles. Or maybe he meant he can't crappie fish without them. I mean, he might, might have meant that. But. Oh, he means without. I was going to say, he always uses snippets. He's crazy. Country Boy Catfishing, what jigs do you rep recommend for someone new to crappie and perch? Hmm. Well, I don't know what I'd recommend. I, I usually use 116th, and it's <laughs> color. I mean... I don't really know what to recommend for new. I just used whatever. I think I it's more, a lot of times it's more your action and your presentation than anything. <laughs> yeah. There's one, there's one color I always go back to. It's the one I start with. Um, I would recommend monkey milk. I like if monkey you, milk. If mm -hmm. you can find them, they're, yeah. they're the most popular one for a reason. <clears throat> yeah. There was a time, um, the, those monkey milk slab slayers, they're the real big ones. I did really, really good on those. Um, but yeah, the monkey milk and then um, what's that? I can't think of the names of all of them, but the electric chicken. I love electric chicken. I can't catch a fish for the life of me on that color out here. Let me tell you something. Pancrick is a pink and white type of lake. They love yeah. pink. They love white. It really doesn't matter on that lake. Those colors, you can almost catch something every time. Really? Uh, yes, it's it is. It's crazy. And then when I go to the spillway, 
that pink, I can get Solgai on that. Solgai love pink. Um, so I can get Solgai on that pink sometimes. And they're small ones, but I want to say Solgai size limit here is six, 15, 16 inches, something like that. But in the spillway, there's not a size limit. And you can catch them little like 10 and 12 inch ones. And they are delicious. Those do they taste like walleye? Does it, do you know? Does anybody know how they compare to walleye? Well, I got a bag of walleye from somebody one time. I've never caught a walleye in my life. Um, but I got a bag of walleye one time from somebody. And it had been frozen. So it wasn't like, you know, super fresh. But I don't mind fish that's been frozen. Um I think Saul Guy's better, but was that a true taste test? I don't know. Mike Chavez, welcome to the chat. And he says he caught uh, hundreds of crappie on black and chartreuse. That's another go-to color mm -hmm. of mine. Yeah, the black That's and chartreuse and the bumblebee. They're the muddy water color, would you agree, Betty? Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. definitely, definitely. And I've also discovered these new plastics that have a scissor tail. They have two little paddles, and they do this really fast in the water. Those are cool, and we've done good on those this year. Are the Acme ones? Are those the ones you're talking about? Nah, I think they're made by Strike King. I got some Acme ones that I get mm -hmm. at Farm and Fleet for like dirt cheap. Maybe yeah. uh, I'll, I'll let you have a few when we're out in Mendota. You'll be like, okay. uh, where have these been all my life? Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah um, there's pretty... a million kinds out there. There's kinds that I've never seen, never touched my hands. I'm, I'll try them all. It's fun. Chad says he needs to get in the kitchen, and he reckons he'll tie up some more pink and white jigs my <laughs> question is did d kick him off her desk for making such a mess out of it probably i hope she maybe, he knocked, maybe he knocked over that trophy of his of hers i should say i was getting ready to say it's hers yeah that's it wasn't his. just forget it that's the <laughs> he can try anything in the world and it's not gonna work that's he deep. might go in there and cook her breakfast up for in the morning and be nice to her for a change I think that's what Dockery's going to do tomorrow. He, I told him he better be nice, so I'll shove him off the boat. That water's, <laughs> that water's still cold. We'll be up there at Mendota. Get it on video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you, if you got to have a GoPro. Yeah, I don't have one, though, so you better hope Chad's is on. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to make sure that you're set up. Oh, <laughs> she hasn't kicked him off her yet, he said. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think she should. Oh, that's too funny. It is that James Dockery. Dockery will be fishing in the morning. What's your wrestler now talking in the third person? Maybe. Dockery, you will be fishing in the morning, says James Dockery. He what? says we all need to fear him. Who, Dockery? Yeah, did you see his post? I don't okay. guess. You'll have to go back and look at that later. Yeah. <laughs> as short as he is, you don't have to fear them little guys too much. <laughs> uh, dynamite comes in small packages, Lyle. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, I understand that. <laughs> I understand it, but he's old. It's not going to take him too long. You see all this white comes from years of experience, and he's Come halfway on. there. I need yeah. to my hair so bad. It's so uh, terrible. It's terrible. And that's yeah, he's halfway there. Stuff. Half his beard's white now. So, and that's not gravy off a biscuit either. No, that's no. earned. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Fear his bread crumbs. 
<laughs> How big of jigs are you guys using when you're out crappie and bluegill fishing, Betty? I like, well, for crappie, I like 116th. Um, and I just started with the 132nd and the 164th that I'm trying to mess with with the smaller stuff. So, um, plus, I, I mean, I like the smaller stuff because the bluegill can get it in their mouth easier, too, when you're crappie fishing. And you can really target both with the same tackle. What's, what kind, what size hooks are on your jigs that you're using? Mm, I don't know. Don't know. Brandon? <laughs> well, I know what some of them are that you're using. Yeah, yeah. Them are number um, sixes. Bobby fours or sixes. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If you're, using a big sure. Bobby Gar if you're using a big Bobby Garland bait, you're probably using maybe a four, maybe even, a, mm. I don't know if you'll go down to a two, but those are some pretty big jigs to use. Yeah. Yeah, and if I, I the, honestly am not sure. I just know by look. As you can tell, I kind of just wing everything. Oh, Brandon says she's getting old. I am. I am. But he'll always be older than me. Right. And I'll never let him forget it. There you go. <laughs> I understand that. I, I've lived that for a long time. <laughs> tell him what he's in for, Lyle. That's right. <laughs> Brandon says he'll be clean and crappie in the morning. Is that how you get him cleaned up? Have him do it all? No, he usually cleans them and I bone them out. Um, but I started playing. We got a Bubba knife and I started cleaning my, I tried with it the other day and I did okay. Just trying electric? to use that thing. Yeah. No, yeah, it's not like electric. It? It's cordless. Okay. But the handle on that thing is humongous. So it is, it's, it's a battery powered one though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How do you and, like it? Uh, it does a really good job, but for me, the handle on it is huge. I don't have great big hands. Mm -hmm. um, so the handle on it is very awkward. I think I'll be okay if I take the time to get used to it, but um, he can just, zzz, zzz, I mean, no, and he throws it over to me and I cut the ribs out. And yeah, it's just kind of a process. It's a assembly line. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Chavez well. says he's very meticulous on fillets. Not me. I've been known to forget a side. I know you have. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, I did go back and get it after I watched and edited the video. I was like, what's that? That's what James Dockery would lead you well, to that's believe. Good. That's I know. Good. That's funny, though, because uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or day before we were cleaning crappie. And I was playing with that Bubba knife, and it. It seems to, compared to our Rapala that we have, um, the you know the blades go back and forth. It takes longer to slow down than the Rapala does, and mm. I cut it clear off. Like I usually go to the tail, flip it over, and you right. know, just like you were doing in your video. Uh, so, but I cut it clear off, and I was like, I threw it over to him. I said, "Here, clean this." And he threw it in the trash bucket. He didn't know it was a flay, and I made him dig it out of there and cut it off for him. <laughs> <laughs> It'll wash up. Got a five second rule, don't you? Yes. I'm going to wash them anyways. So I'm going to rinse them off and clean them off to get them packed up anyways. So get that out of there. Chad made a comment. No, Chad, I edited the video after I was done and I put those fillets in the fridge <laughs> until garbage day, which was the next day, so they wouldn't stink up the garbage. So they were fine. The buzzards, the buzzards Relax. around here eat them as fast as we throw them out. We throw them out in the woods, and the buzzards are usually sitting in the trees waiting on them. No kidding. Yeah, but you're out in the Seriously. country. You're yeah. Out in the country. 
Yeah. Creole says he don't think he's ever eaten a crappie filet in his life. His dad refuses. How can, that's, that's almost un-American. Yeah. I'm assuming Creole. they eat them whole. I don't. Oh, I've never. I've never be. ate a fish whole. Gotta be because I've, you gotta eat crappie. Yeah, I've never <laughs> ate a fish whole. So, um, we were They're down good. at the we were down at the pond house in South Carolina, and and all my family and fam the family's friends down in Carolina eat their fish whole, and uh, we filleted them, and they loved them. Have you ever had uh, eaten crappie uh, fins? I ate a tail for the first time when I was yeah. there. They're surprisingly good. The same they with perch. The it's the same way. They taste like tater chips. Yep. They were good. Yeah, they are good. Mm -hmm. Yep. They were they good. I haven't never ate a bluegill one, but they claim they're as good, too. Yeah, whole we just ate the crappie too. ones. That's my aunt. My aunt Kimbo in South Carolina. That's her favorite is the tails. She loves the tails. Mm -hmm. So we filleted the, the fish, and I cut some tails off the to cook up for and me and my sister both tried one for the first time and we i mean we liked it and my yeah, sister was super weird about food and she loved it mm -hmm. that's awesome i've seen people actually um you know how we mike chavez says that his rib cages stay on the fish and that's uh, uh, a lot yeah. of people do it well a lot of people do it like that yeah. if they're using a regular knife right uh, i know james dockery doesn't like that too it keeps things a little mm -hmm. neater but Mm -hmm. um i i don't have the patience um yeah i just want to zip through them and, and get to frying them or bagging them whatever That's I'm right. at, at that time but i've seen people do it like we do it betty and save the whole spine cut off the head save the whole spine and tails and everything and deep fry those that's hmm. something i might try too mm -hmm. no i'm sure that i'm sure that we waste a little bit of meat i'm not going to deny that I'm sure of that, but that's the way I like them. I don't want to dig through bones when I'm eating a fish. I don't want to mess with that stuff. I just like filet fish. Well, when you're, cook, like when you're cooking them whole, my tip would be is don't cook them whole unless you're going to eat them right away. If you right. eat them right away, the the all the meat peels right off the bone. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just use your fork or even get a spoon out. It, it'll, it'll come rolling right off of there. It's pretty surprising. So let me tell you what happened. I was down in South Carolina one time, and this was many years ago i wasn't a kid but i was probably a teenager young and we went to a family dinner and they brought out all these whole fish and they still had eyeballs on them There's no, I, I've done, I, that's no problem to me either that ruined me i ugh, i i don't know i just can't like even if their heads are cut off now mm -hmm. i see a fish like that that's whole like that i just go back to those eyeballs staring at me mm -mm. it was no I've seen that. I've never done it that way, but uh, I just pull the head off and get rid of it. I don't know. I mean, I can chop up a shad, cut them up, cut them up alive, whatever. If put you ever get up. a walleye, make sure you cut them cheeks out. I don't know if Saw Guys have. Oh, hand, yes. I'm going to make sure you don't miss good. that. Part. And a lot of the favorite. a lot of the fish that people cook with the with the um, head on, they're they're doing it for that reason. There's there's yeah. a chunk of meat up there. Yeah, so you so. can get it out of there though. Did you know that humongous crappie have a piece? Well, I've never caught them that big. So <laughs> I, I, I ain't seen them that big. I mean, yeah. the best I've done lately in the last couple of years are 12 inches, and I think that's mm -hmm. just the area that I'm fishing. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully, I can get out somewhere pretty sometime soon and. And get into some of those bigger crappie. It's, some guy, the lake I was at today, some guy caught an 18 incher last last Thursday, I think. Mm. 
And I was like, holy smokes. And, and somebody got a four pounder out of there last year, but oh today, God. nothing, nothing over, you know, eight, in, eight, 10 inch. I had one 10 inch, I think. The rest were I'm, all unders. I'm still on the hunt for that 10 pound crappie. 10 pound? Good yeah, don't you remember this conversation? Maybe we'll find it in that, that pond of yours. Yeah. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd but be no, they do. I didn't know that crappie had a little piece of cheek meat in there. And I don't think they get it unless they get big. I don't know for sure. But um, my stepdad, if he gets huge ones, I'm talking like 14, 15, 16 inches, he'll dig that. He'll cut that piece mm -hmm. of cheek meat out there. And that that meat, oh, it's just a die for, like on a saw guy. And you talking about walleye. I've never had it from walleye, but I've had saw guy. Oh, that cheek meat is delicious. I'll fight somebody for it. <laughs> hey, Big Mike, how you doing? George Ray's in the house. George Ray's over on the other side of the pond. I wonder if they have a big perch like they do in some of the northern countries. Over I don't there know. I like watching some of them videos from them guys over over across the water there, and they catch some fish. They do it a little bit different. The fish are a little bit different, but mm -hmm. just as entertaining to me. Mm -hmm. yep. We're looking at four-pound perch over there. I think it was either in the Netherlands or Norway wow. or something like that. Do you catch them that big out of the ice? No, uh, a jumbo on the ice is 10 inches or better to me. They get pretty big. They also measure them by stripes. You get a seven striper, that's a that's a pretty big one. Hmm. So I'll never know. We'll get you on some. No, not on the ice, you won't. <laughs> I want to go ice fishing. I want to uh, experience it. I'm not going to say that it was something that I would want to do all the time, but I do want to experience it. If I didn't have to ice fish because I couldn't fish anywhere else, I wouldn't ice fish. I am right. not going to lie about yeah. it. It's cold that's, out there. That's, yeah, I mean, I'm if sure people want to fish up north, they have to. That's the only well, you way know what? It might be. It might not be so bad if you got a side-by-side -side or a snowmobile mm -hmm. or like, you know, like bro has. He's got a Suburban on tracks. Wow. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on track. Cool. Now, if it had flotation, it'd be perfect vehicle. Well, I offered, to, I offered we rent one of those uh, uh, Argos, Lyle. They float. I know. I've been in one of them. I had a buddy who used to take it out when we was duck hunting and bust up the ice on a pond so the ducks would have a place to land. Well, you're not going to bust up eight inches of ice with one of them. I don't care how hard you try. I wouldn't bust up none. I wouldn't go out on ice with him doing that either. I knew that was coming. They float. <laughs> I know. It did float. Him and another guy an air on, way, way north on the upper, upper Fox River. They go on their pike fishing, but they use airboats, Lyle. Yeah. If I can get my boat out there, I'll sit in it. You can cut me a hole right beside me. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. You, you guys must not ever heard Doc and I talk about that. You can ask Doc. He's not getting out on I've that. Heard it. But we are full figured. <laughs> Hello. So am I. Hello. I'm just saying. <laughs> If I fall in, you might not be able to get me out in time if the ice breaks through. Ace says Lake Mendota has some two-pound perch. I don't know if that's big, but it sounds big to me. That's a big perch. That's a big perch. Yeah. Also, Mendota, you're fishing, you know, in 60 feet of water in some areas to, to get them. Now, I've not so. ever been on Mendota. I've only fished on Cherokee. Mendota's a big, it's a big windy lake. Mm-hmm. Um, a buddy of mine went and got a 20 plus pound channel cat this weekend. It was on, on Mendota. Eric, I know Eric B went out with a, a buddy of his and they killed a whole bunch. He got a 24 pounder. 
but they all got to come into Cherokee to spawn next month. So uh, yep. those fish will be available to everybody who's going. They, I'm they will so be. stinking ready to get back to catfish. I'm over this restriction. It's time. The guys on the fox catching flathead already. I got to get out there. Yeah. Just been busy. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. So, yeah, yeah my, my weight restriction uh, is up as of Saturday. So, good for you. I'm You're ready. Good. I'm ready. So, I'm ready to go to Mendota. I want to go to the Canal River and chase Shovelhead. What's that? Yeah, what's that? Let's, let's uh, not talk about that. Let's talk about a crappie recipe. When can we expect Betty to have her own brand of crappie breading on the market? You don't need to give the recipe out, but I think you should get into that kitchen. From yours. the stuff she's it's, been fixing Brandon to eat, I'm thinking of cooking. I'd be happy. I'd be happy to be a, a, a Betty's Betty's breading pro staffer. You would? I yeah, would. You get that out there, I'll throw it in all of my videos, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I'll be happy to push it for you. Um, well, I know you won't give that recipe out to anybody. I won't, not to anybody. But you have it. No, I don't. Don't do that to me. They'll be calling me. I don't need that. <laughs> so I knew you were gonna say don't that. put that. Don't it. put that voodoo on me, Miss Betty. <laughs> yeah, Brandon looks to me like Brandon eats pretty damn good. Uh, I'm thinking Betty's cookbook ought to be next in order. Got to fuel that so? lumberjack, man. That's a hard job, and you do a great job at helping him. Yeah, I'm guessing there's not up. much leftovers. Not usually, no. <gasps> Leftover crappie. Oh, my God. Is it, am I, is it just me, or is it even better out of the fridge cold the next day? Oh, no. I eat it cold. I eat it cold. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. I want it yeah, right I'll out of the green right But... Well, yeah, out of the grease, Lyle. But if you you never had sixty fillets sitting in front of you, I don't even think you could handle all that. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I could, but yeah, I, I know that would be a an old college try involved with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know the secret to feed Lyle is have a bowl of potato salad with the crappie. Oh, I love that stuff. And you, 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 he'll offset it. You'll have some left over. Yeah, you probably would then because I'm gonna go for that tater salad. So, so tis the season. Let me tell you what my favorite thing to have with crappie is. That's right. what I was going to ask. The best side. Oh, don't even start. I don't want to hear it. You already know. Oh. It's it's the season. I mean, crappie I on fire. Morel mushrooms are up in the woods. But they're gone, just about. Mm, not well, quite be, here. Well, I don't think that they go away that fast. They just get so much grass around them. They're hard to find. Yes. Yes. When you're when you're low to the ground, though, it's a little easier for you to. It, it might be. It is. And I haven't even hunted, had a chance to go look this year. You, I'm heartbroken too. When you've hunted the same areas for your entire life, then you know where they are, and if you know how to identify trees, you know what your different types of trees. You know what they grow around better. And do yeah. you eat them as fast as you pick them? No, I don't <laughs> eat them out of you, the ground. No, I'm talking about do you dry them and store them? No, I don't. Okay. No, there's no way. They don't last. If those things are in my fridge, as soon as they're soaked and ready to cook, they're cooked. I know some people that get an awful lot. They're able to, oh. to dry them out. Yeah. yeah. Cindy's brother. I have a lot of family that, that can't get out and hunt and stuff I would probably give to if I ended up okay. with like mass amounts. Cindy's brother used to go over on the islands on the Mississippi and come back with garbage bags full of them. Yeah. And he would half cook them 
put them on a sheet cake or pan flat, and flat freeze them. And mm -hmm. he'd have them all winter and didn't tell you about it. Yeah. Uh, didn't course. offer you none, but mm -hmm. he'd tell you about how good it was. I had a friend of mine's wife make me morel pizza one Friday night. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And That's she made like it half, half with it was all morels and half with bacon. It was delicious. Yes, it is. Very Roger delicious. said he walked for two hours and found three. That sounds like my luck. Aww. I think I know where he went, though, and that's a very hunted area. He probably was a little late. I think he got beat to him. Could be. Yeah. Guys, if you haven't hit the thumbs up, please do. Um, the more thumbs up, the better. I appreciate Share, it. Share, thumbs up. It takes Share all of that good stuff. Make sure you're watching Lyle's. Uh, what's the... the, the um, Video pieces you're doing on uh, tying jigs, jig zone, right? Yeah. Jig zone, yep. Lyle's been putting out some jig zone stuff. Make sure you guys check that out too. I have a new one out. We'll be drawing for the um, drawing the winner of the giveaway um, next week. So check it out. And um, I showed Betty some earlier. This I'll get one out. This will probably be the next jig for the jig zone. I keep putting them in these plastic bags. I can't get them open. <laughs> but they're safer that way. And uh, when somebody wins them, they're easier to, mm -hmm. to send out. But this is what it'll look like. Don't have a name. Oop. On the wrong screen. If somebody's got a good name for that baby, let me know. I worked really hard to make this one work to work. The pink is wrapped underneath of it, and it shows through the body. Not sure if that matters to the fish or not, but it can't hurt anything. So, also got some with pink tails on the back of it. But um, throw your name good. ideas in the comments. Absolutely, lay them on us, and uh, maybe we should do another poll, Mark. That was so much fun when you done the mothers. Cool. Yeah, we can do that. I need to. I need to get the backdrop. Uh, um, set up uh make sure that uh was a country boy catfish that he posts in that thread so we can get another backdrop going for lyle's uh, uh behind here need, um, need to make sure that you comment on those videos if you want to if you want to win that I'm glad you like it avid snow white yep write it down and go uh and put it in the in the chat not in the chat but in the comment section because i won't go back over the mother's Betty, do you watch any yes, 80s, I did, Ace. 80s movies? Say that again, Mark. Do you ever watch any 80s music? Ma What's her name? It, the, what was the one movie, Pretty in Pink? <laughs> who, was the co who was the star in that movie? Uh, I can't think of her name. But Molly Ringwald? Is that who I'm thinking about? I don't know her name, but I've seen the movie. Why? That's what I was going to name the chick. Name it. Yeah. 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 Roger, we're not going to name it Lyle's Beard. We're not going to do that. <laughs> it would have to be all white. Or maybe some green on the head for Santa Claus for his hat. We can I put think a I should die. Lyle, we're going to have a contest this 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 Christmas. I'm announcing it here. We are going to have a jig tying contest, the most Christmassy jig tying contest, and we're going to call it the Lyle you, Stokes. You should never. Oh, that ain't funny. <laughs> 
You should have never have said that because Chad will start practicing right now, and he'll He's have a third of them. Fourth of July. Did you see mm -hmm. his? I, I named his Patriot Jig. I know he called it the Patriot Jig, and I love Patriot James, but I, I had to call that Jig Captain America. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great, a great name. name. I love that name, and I yeah. hate Marvel movies, but I had to call that Captain America. That's a, that's, that's a good name. I like that. Yeah, I do, too. That was really good. That was a beautiful jig. I, and and the the cutest thing of all when Sophie was like that looks like the flag. Ixnay, Ixnay, we're mad it. at him. Ixnay. <laughs> I know you're mad at him. I'm not mad at him yet. I don't think. Oh, I just gotta. I just gotta. Well, in in a chat, Chad's already back at it. Build him up a pink one. <laughs> yeah, he sent me a picture too. The boy cannot stop. He's addicted. Yeah. And, and like I say, it's okay because I he does really well. Yeah. I'm glad to see people get into it. That's awesome. You know, and, and, and there was a bunch of people that bailed in. Uh, Mo Creek is another one. Mm -hmm. Head over heels. Yeah. And, and his granddaughter, too. And yeah. well, wasn't that a fun show with her the other night? She was a yeah. little struck by the camera. Uh, I know. He told he told me that she was a little struck by the camera because she couldn't concentrate on it. But I told him we get her back on there. Maybe she'd adjust to that a little yeah. bit because she's a heck of a little jig tire. She's adorable. That was so cute. Yeah, I enjoyed that very much. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I couldn't quit smiling that night. My cheeks hurt from smiling. She is so stinking cute. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you know what? That's that's great. Um, Roger says he can't afford any more hobby stock talking about it. Roger, that's why I don't fly fish yet. I want to know how long. Does anybody have any guesses on how long before there's a national shortage of Sally Hansen's hardest nails? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I go to buy Walmart over here. Of course, I remember it's a real little one. Yeah, but, uh, sometimes they got it, and sometimes they don't. And I don't think any other man besides me is probably buying it in there. But I'll tell you, I've been using some other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, whenever they're out at Walmart or the Sally Hansons, I go to the Dollar General store, and they got LA the colors. L.A. Colors, mm -hmm. and it's a buck. Yep. That's the stuff I got, Lyle, that I spilled on my keyboard, and the next day my keyboard broke free. So I don't know if we should trust that yet. Only time will Yeah. Well... It's still working. The keyboard is keyboard went back to working. I, I kind of damn. I gotta tell you, that was pretty funny when you did spill that all over that keyboard. A brand new keyboard too, but I got it working, so we're good. This hey, Lyle, you were talking a... about um, the glittery Sally Hansons. Mm -hmm. You can just get that powder glitter and pour in your clear bottle. It just so happened I picked some of that up. Did you? I did. Reading your they mind. They had that at Walmart too. Cool. Uh, James Dockery was telling me they had it. He's at Walmart nearly every day. <laughs> Doesn't he work there? I think he wants a job there. Collecting carts? Yeah, he might be the cart boy. I'm guessing that Katie takes him up there, drops him off, <laughs> goes fishing, comes back, gives him his dinner, goes back fishing, and comes back, picks him up, takes him home tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then I hopefully she swings by Cheddar's on the way home. 
I hope she does. Because <laughs> that woman deserves cheddars at least she once does. a week. I'm, I'm once a week. her a gift card, and oh, you mm -hmm. better take her. I, I received something in the mail today, some uh, decals. Am I to tell anybody about those, Mark? I haven't heard any. I haven't heard anything about them. Okay, I'm waiting. <laughs> Which decals? Okay, you can wait. Unless you want to announce them. Oh, look at that. Oh, you got the nice big ones. Oh, those, actually, those are iron-ons for uh, uh, some of the pro staffers out there. A few select people got those, so awesome. keep an eye out for them. Um, Very awesome. I like it. You liked it. I didn't know it. Good thing you told me it's an iron on. Yeah, it's an iron on. So find a good shirt to put that on. It was big yeah, to go to go on my boat. <laughs> <laughs> you want a big sticker like that for your boat? I, I can make that happen. I'm just saying. I thought it was a decal. That's <laughs> an iron on for a shirt or whatever. Mm. Okay, Ed. I'll try that. Papa Ed says you got to try Loon's uh, head clear. He said that stuff's awesome. So yeah, I'll try it. What's it called? Uh, Loon's Hard Head Clear. Hmm. It's I a, I think it's a water-based sealant for thread oh. on jigs and stuff. Okay. Do not use diamond glitter, okay? I won't. Well, Lyle, we're already at 9.15. Betty, sure, your time oh, sure we? does fly when we're talking to you. Yeah, it does. Well, yeah, and, and we had a great crowd in here tonight. Everybody's having fun uh, in chat, and uh, that's awesome. Dockery is loss prevention. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. That's funny. Well, thanks for having me on. I thanks for well, Thank you so much, and we're excited about getting to Mendota and get, finally getting to meet you and Brandon. Yeah, and, I'm uh, I think that it's going to be a lot of fun. I got a feeling. Now, this is just me, but I think there's going to be fish caught that are not catfish while we're up there. I was just thinking that. I know James and I are at, want to catch some of the perch. Mm -hmm. And, Betty, you'll probably be after uh, crappie. But mm -hmm. if I get up there and I'm on the perch, there's got to be some bluegill close, so I'll have to try that. Mm -hmm. I think I we'll, be fine. We'll, we'll be fine to find some bluegill, I think. Yeah, I, probably so. Um, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a great time for those that you have to checked it out go check out our mendota trip uh page on facebook it's not hard to confine and uh you'll find all the specifics and different things about the trip and uh, a lot of people are talking about making this an annual thing we'll see how it works out but it's going to be a lot of fun regardless we're, we're talking about doing some sort of get together uh we have a couple of people that wanted to actually do something a little further south maybe so yeah. we'll see what happens <laughs> Thank Maybe a little salt water involved. Yeah, it'd be cool to bounce around different places. Because, I mean, you know, not everybody is able to travel that far. So yep. Yep. if we bounce around, I mean, that gives us all a lot of different experiences and different it opportunities does. for certain people. So, But people wanted to, wanted to catch giant channel cat. Mm -hmm. And I've been to the Red River and I've been to Lake Mendota. And I'm telling you, mm -hmm. that's the place to catch them. I can't wait. I hope I get on a big one. It, it's, be, it's a blast so it's going to be a blast i think we're going to have it a is time. we're going to have a great time regardless if we don't catch any fish we're still going to have a good time exactly i think we're going to do uh 
We're going to do the show from Mendota, aren't we, Lyle? We are going to do the show from Mendota. We'll probably Absolutely. go live a few times. I'm sure so, we will. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people going live. So uh, make sure you subscribe to everybody's channel. Most of the time, I think, him and uh, him and Katie. So, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if I can Somebody will be live. Make sure I you hope. subscribe to everybody's channels who's That's going. Right. And make sure you got those bells rung. Because you never know who's going to go live when during the day when they're fishing. That way you'll be notified. And Mark, you can jump on the Panfish Nation Facebook group and we can put links for channels and links for the um, Mendoza. You can page do the same. Too. You can do that too, Betty. Yeah, but you're better at it. <laughs> Here we go. You have it all probably saved. <laughs> we can make, a, we can make, we can make a list of everybody who's going. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> How do you get a Panfish Nation sticker? We don't have them yet. Actually, we do. We oh, just haven't done any giveaways. Okay. But I do have them. I need Do you some. have them beside you? How come I don't have them? I haven't oh. had them too long. Yeah. I haven't had them too long, but when we changed the name, I got a hold of Miss Katie and she fixed me up, so we're good to go. Um, He's awesome. Message me. And I will tell you in on Facebook, and I'll tell you how you get them. But yeah, I I think that uh, I'm going to take them with me, and I'm going to go through them here in the next week to make sure I have plenty of everything. So when we get up there, if people want them, we'll have them. And uh, I enjoy that. The the decals have been uh, uh, have been really fun, and uh, I really like the. The ones we're doing with the catfish, where if you catch a 30 or 40 or 50 and yeah. whatever, you send them decals to the people. And uh, it's been really, really fun. Uh, people seem to like it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. We'll yeah, keep doing that. Awesome. All right. Anything else, you guys? Um, can I plug a couple of things? Absolutely. I have Stu from Total Angling Experience on Monday and That'd Coon be a Great Creek. Show. That's going to be a great show. Stu's. Uh, uh, if you guys haven't heard, Stu got a real big shout out on the Meat Eater podcast, so he's about to blow up through the roof. I want—I've been wanting to get him on my show, and I've been kind of holding off on it till I uh, got a little more experience and some more interviews under that. But I needed to jump on that, so uh, uh, tune in on Monday before he gets uh, uh, really, really, really blown up so if he makes he's a great guy that, it's gonna be good he's a good guy i like his style he's uh um no frills um get it done catch the fish this is how you do it and uh that that, that happens to be my kind of style that's what i like um also uh may 4th is the last day this is less than a week left for my merch i'm not doing merch for quite some time after that i kind of made a deal with myself that i would do it at a thousand subs and the next one may not be until five thousand subs so uh it was a pretty big undertaking uh, uh thank you everybody who took part in it and, and bought it i i probably will get some hats down the road but other than the shirts and stuff, this is going to be it for quite some time. Um, so I appreciate all the support I've been getting. And if you're part of the Catfish and Crappie crew, we're going to have a giveaway real soon. So keep an eye on your uh, community tab on uh, YouTube and, and watch for a members-only live stream. I got a, a pretty cool prize I'm going to give away to the members, one of the members. We have Adam with Fishing for Freedom Quincy going to be on Catfish Weekly Monday night. Uh, most important wait. tournament you can be a part of throughout the United States every year. This is the biggest one like it. 
um, they still need boaters. I talked to uh, Jim Gould this morning. Um, they're still short some boaters. So if you're on the line about going up there, they will buy your motel room if you travel over 100 miles to get there. Several of your meals are free. There's something to do besides fishing all the time if you want to take your spouse or, or significant other up there with you. Uh, Quincy's got everything. It's like any other big town. Um, but we need to get these guys. They have 300 military personnel that's going to be fishing. We need 200 boats, and they're about 50 short. So... Please tune in Monday night for that. Um, extremely important. This is this is a great event up there, and there's something to do every day. And uh, like I say, if you travel over 100 miles, they'll buy your motel room for you. So uh, check us out. You'll be uh, you'll be glad you did on Monday nights. We'll that get that. We'll get that link out, and I'm sure the people in the Catfish family and the Panfish Nation family. And the Catfish and Crappie family, I'm sure we'll share all that out, get it out. Quincy's a pretty big town, like you're yep. saying, and it's a, it's a great cause. If we can get people out there, and that seems like a heck of a deal for, for anybody to make it out there. It is, um, and, and, and them guys and gals, that I've taken men and women out in, in that tournament for years, and they love going. They love doing what you do, and uh, some of them's never fished before, and some of them have fished a little bit, but we have a great time with that every year, so uh, be sure to check it out. You'll be you'll be glad you did. And who's Betty, on Panfish Nation? Who's on Panfish Nation next week? I can tell you in just a second. I think, I think we're having Bob on from Fish and Finds. Um, don't think so. I don't have a guest schedule for next week. Bob is going to be on, but it's going to be the twenty seventh after Mendota. Okay, my yeah, bad. He um he has dates that he has to work and you know it that's the first open date that we could get together so i look forward to having bob i got oh, excited. He's a great I guy and uh maybe you can tell us about fish i want to ride this pontoon boat yes yeah, so I, I don't like pontoons i don't yeah. like them on the water around me i don't like the i don't want one i don't have desire to be in one but i want to ride bob's mm -hmm. that's a cool looking pontoon that really is. I agree. It's got all the toys on it. That you know, that's the way I would want one if I had one. Uh, I would want all the toys, and he's got them. So, uh, yeah, that's an awesome-looking boat. But, uh, yeah, I, my Cindy wanted me to get one years ago. I said, I'm not interested. I don't even like them around me. I don't like them either. Yeah. <clears throat> I like them. I just don't like trailering them. Oh, I'm sure of that. Kevin trailer is for a long way yeah. to James's tournament the other day. And Kevin's got a big pontoon, a nice pontoon, too. But, yeah. Hmm. All right. If nobody's got anything else, we're going to shut her off. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate you being in here. And, uh, Betty, you was a great guest. Thank you so much. Betty, for you're fantastic. Time. Thank you for doing this. Thanks. Thanks for having me. See Anytime. everybody next Thursday. Have a great week, guys.